Yes, thanks very much. It's, a, it's an amazing privilege, and actually, it's much more than that. Uh, to stand here and to share something about what, what the Lord placed in your heart, it's, it's such a huge responsibility as well. Uh, so, those of this morning, uh, and, and I, I really trust and I pray that the Holy Spirit will, will just lay the words for him and touch hearts. Because that's what I've, when I was praying through the week, is that, that he wants to touch hearts. And that just that we share this morning, that it will be a practical thing, that it won't just be a lot of... So we need to give some, some sort of body to the thing. Because you need to know what, what it is and what it's not, etc., etc. But we don't sort of get caught in. Because in, in, in life, in a lot of time, when people preach, or when we get a message, we get caught into just almost academic stuff of things. What's the... All the facts of it. But we never get to something where that thing gets for real in your life and we start living it and it becomes part of your daily lives. So I really trust that we can get there and it will help each other after this, after today, to do that and, and, and be this. So, so this is something that's also been lacking in, 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 in your country, not in the country, in the world. Uh, and that's the whole thing about accountability. I think accountability is something that uh, the world tries to talk you down. They don't believe in accountability. So the Lord, will tell, the world will tell you, but each one's for him, each one's for myself. I'm for myself. I'm for my own. I need to fight for myself. And the, the better I can do, uh, the better myself. The, 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 yeah, then, I'm, then I'm there. But accountability is totally the opposite thing. Opposite thing. And that's what even in the church, the people struggle with accountability. And and this is something you don't, which, which is yeah, extremely important. Uh, that, that to get away from that independency that we've got and get to almost the interdependent. And, and I'll, I'll touch to it a bit later, but both that words that was given this morning, the first two words, exactly slots into this. But we'll get to that. So, so what I'm going to look at is the first thing uh, is that why do we have to be accountable? And then we'll look at a bit what is accountability, what it's not, just to sort of differentiate, differentiate between that two. And then a bit of practical things of, of, of how we can go about in that. So, uh, so if we look at why do we have to, we have to be accountable, if we look at, and I want to, Herman, if you can put up Jeremiah 79 first, please. Jeremiah 79, and it says, The heart is deceitful above all things, and beyond cure, who can understand it? And, and that's where the whole thing starts about accountability. I can't trust myself. Because whatever, I'm, I'm just from... After Adam and Eve, I can't trust myself because what happens? My heart is deceitful. I think I'm good and I'm doing good stuff, but but in in the deeper in and being or somewhere behind it, something's hiding, which is uh, just there and there. Yeah. And, and I'm trying to fight for myself in places where I probably need to fight for somebody else. Or so that is the thing. So it's and that creates. So my I can't trust my motives. I can't trust my actions all times. And what does it create? Uh, and uh, I said, yeah, so out of that flows the other thing, and that is I've got, I must have some, some blind spots. Because if this is how I, how I am, and I can't trust myself, there must be some blind spots. So, Jock, if you just want to, we can put something I want to demonstrate by, by that. Because if I've got blind spots, and you can look at Jock, if Jock's facing that way, Jock, what can you see? If you, if you look to the front, to where can you see? Can you see me? 
but, but he's, he's limited. So he can actually just see this part in front. So why do we need to be accountable? Why, we need to be, why do we need people to, to, to help us? And I'll, we'll talk about what accountability is. Because this part is covered. He's blind, he's blind spots here. He's blind. He can't see what's coming behind him. And that's where we need people for. That's why we need people for that. That's accountable to partners of us. Thanks, Joe. Uh, so, uh, I'm going to sort of cut it a bit short, but if Romans 19, uh, 9 verse 16 says, and I'm not going to put it up there, but it, says, it does it not therefore depend on man's desire and effort, but on God's mercy. So, uh, that's the, so you've got it. Thanks for giving it to you. So, it does not therefore depend on, one, on man's desire or effort, but on God's mercy. So, for us to, uh, why we need accountability? Because we need it. God needs to give it to us. It's, it's not, uh, we need to overcome our problems. So we can't sort our problems by ourselves because we can't believe ourselves. We're going back to what we said. Uh, and uh, in Romans 13, 12 as well, the Apostle Paul encourages us to preside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Uh, and, we, and so that's also important what we need to do. Well, that's why we need the accountability because we want to live in the light. Uh, uh, and Maybe the last point there is where we need, we should have people around us that we can, that can pray for us uh, and encourage us that, that we don't stand, stand alone on your own in one effect and where we are. Uh, so being accountable provides us then with a, with a network of friends. It's a few things that accountability start doing. Uh, why we need to be accountable. It's, it creates that family around us that can help us support to see this that we can't see, that we saw here from Jock. And, and uh, maybe if I can get uh, you, you and Richard, that's a specific reason why you do. Can you just come up quickly? You can just face his, uh, face his other back. Your back's against his other. Your back's against his other. Just to explain this quickly, it may be a stupid example. <laughs> I know, a stupid example, but the reason why I'm showing you what I'm showing you now is Hugo can't see anything behind him on this side. Richard, he neither on this side. Yeah, but... But the big thing is, so Richard, if Richard, why, why Richard needs accountability so that you can look out for him on that side, the other way around. The other reason why I've chosen this is that sometimes if, if Hugo's got responsibility, Hugo just see, you see the sky. He can fall because he can't probably see the stuff on the ground in front of him. Richard, the other way, it's difficult. He needs to, to, to get on top. So Richard can, can actually scan the ground, the bottom part for, for Hugo. And then the other way around, fearful. So that's why I just explained this. So, so thanks, guys. So those guys are, that's, the re that's, that's why we need accountability, so that that part can be covered right through. Okay, so accountability. So why do we need accountability? It glorifies God. Uh, it keeps us stumbling. And maybe there, if you can put up John 3, 21. But whoever lives by the truth comes into the light so that it may be seen plainly that what he has done has been done through God. So it glorifies God for us to be accountable. That's what, what it is. And it also keeps us from stumbling if we've if, if got this person behind our back that actually can, can look out for us and he helps us on the way. It brings us into closer fellowship. And that, uh, 1 John 1, verse 5 to 7, please. This is the message we have heard from him and declare to you, God is light. In him there is no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with him 
yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not live by the truth. So it brings us in closer fellowship with God, which we are, which, which we are destined for, where we actually were made, is to, to, to live in close fellowship with God. Uh, it's also a way of forgiveness. In the same verse, it's a way of forgiveness to be accountable. Why would you be accountable to somebody else? And then it's also a wise thing to do, because you don't want to have this blind spot and stuff where you stumble and where you struggle and, and, and some things you can't get out because it's, it may be difficult for you to get out of it alone. So what is accountability? So uh, accountability is, is, is one word, I think, as, which we was sort of already touched on, that the world despises because the world wants us to, just uh, me, myself, and I. Uh, and if you look at accountability, and why does it is? Why does the world don't want accountability? Maybe a question from our side is, remember, if one alone can easily be, it's easy to distract somebody if it's on his own. If you've got one guy cover, one person cover for another person, it's more difficult. If you've got two people covered for, for one person, it gets more difficult. That's why we need to cover each other's back. Not as back, but sides and everything. That's why we need to be, that's why accountability is important. So it's a cornerstone of fellowship, and uh, it's in, we already looked at 1 John 1, 7, where it says, but then the other thing is, which is core part of, of the, the, the congregation and, and the Joshua generation, it, um, movement that we're part of is what's in Acts 2.42. If you just came, you can go there. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and prayer. So again, the fellowship part is important. Like a fellowship of people that I'm not on my own, that's part of what accountability in if they leads. The deeper my fellowship grows with, with, with somebody that I know, uh, the, the deeper things can be shared, and then we can actually, we got it covered. So it's part of that. And then uh, accountability for me, it starts with, with hard attitude, hard posture. It starts here. Doesn't help kind of starts at your head because this is changing every second of the day. You think something differently, you feel differently, etc. But okay, accountability starts with the right heart. So I want to be, I want to change. I want to have if there's anything that's not right in me or that's that I'm struggling with, I want it to be sorted out. Because I want to come clear with God and and for my people around me. Uh, and, and only if I've got that right order that uh, it will benefit me. I need to have a deep belief that I need help, encouragement, and correction. If I don't believe in it, that guy can only get here in my, by, by having the right heart posture. So another thing about accountability. Accountability, it's not just in some verses. It's not a once-off. A lot of people think I can do accountability, do it once. I try once-off, for instance. I'll take Steve, for instance, once and go have some coffee with him once. Okay, now it isn't that effect on my life. I'll leave Steve. And then I'll try somebody else, maybe a Rudy, or I, or I go to Matthew Webb and I say, now I want to have some coffee. The thing about accountability, it's a way of life. It's something we need to do uh, and, and continue doing uh, and seeking the good in the other person. We sometimes, you know, I, I see... Uh, just say for you, yeah, wherever it may be, but I see Gunther, for instance, in my first sense of him, and then I, I actually stuck by what I see. But getting to know Gunther a lot better, it, it, it actually, the whole perspective change of who Gunther is. Okay. 
And this is where, why uh, one, of the, one of the things why it's a way of, li way of life is also what John 13, 34, and 35 says. A new commandment I give you. As I have loved you, you must, you, you must love one another. By this will all men know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. Again, it's a, it's a way of life. So I need uh, to, to be, a, be part of one another's lives and, and, and grow through that. It's, and it's, it's actually simple. It's, uh, yet it goes against what all the people around us believe, what the world wants us believe and the world culture wants. They don't want because there's unity in strength. There's the strength in unity. It's the other way around. Ephesians 4.15 also says, Speaking the truth in love, we, we will in all things grow up into him who is there, that is Christ. What, is, what I want to do, and I probably I think all of you want, I want to grow closer to Christ on a daily basis. I'm not here just to, to play games on a Sunday morning and, and, and do whatever I need to do. I want to be closer to him. And there's people around me that I can be accountable to. Can you help me? Actually, to, to, to get closer to God. Okay. Just a, a good definition uh, of church accountability that I've heard, and I want to share it with you. It says the goal of accountability is to help people grow in Christ and to learn to find Him as the source, force, and cause of life. I want to read it again. The goal of, of accountability is to help people grow in Christ and to learn to find Him and as the source, the force, and the cause of life. And then he can actually walk every little second of the day with you. Uh, ideally, it's then an overflow of friendship, confidently sharing our lives. So then that's where, I, if I've got that, I can start sharing lives. But if I've bold a friend, I can start confidently sharing. I'm not holding anything back from uh, whoever it may be. So, and, and, and maybe with that, doesn't matter what, what I've got. I maybe have stuff in my life that the person don't like, or maybe something, some work, or whatever it may be, that, that, that's not nice. But if, if there's accountability between people, then we look past that stuff to the bigger picture of all things. So, what's accountability not? And I think just to each other, because a lot of people, that, just to make sure that we understand what it is, it's not something we can demand. And I think that's the important thing to say. We can, accountability is, 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 can only be given. And, and that's, I think that's the important thing. And I also want to challenge all of us here. We sometimes wait for people to come to us to, for account, to, 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 so that I can be accountable to that person. But let us, let us make that first move. You know, I go to uh, Robert, for instance, and says, Robert, I want to be accountable to you, or, or, or I want to help you in a certain way. But let's us do that first step uh, in that accountability process. Not wait for somebody else or a leader or somebody else to do it. It's also part of what leaders need to do. But, but let us take that first step when we're in that accountability process. Uh, it's not about shifting guilt. If I'm accountable to you, God. It's not to go and, and to shift guilt just to another person. That's, that, that's not what it is. It's not about concentrating on sin and flaws uh, per se. So it's not focused on that stuff. I'm just going to be short on this. I want to get to the practical stuff at the end. Uh, it's not a means of controlling people. It's most certainly not also a vehicle for ex or excuse for gossip. Because sometimes that's also something I want to... And that's maybe why a lot of people stay away from it. 
because they, you know, they can't somehow trust people. They haven't got a, a close enough relationship with that person that they can trust that person to keep that with himself, just to help you. And Matthew 18, 15, and 16, uh, Herman, please. If your brother sins against you, go and show him in his fault, just between the two of you. And that's the first important thing. And then the second thing is, it's still not gossip. If the second thing is, then you take somebody with. If he, listens to you, if he listens to you, you have one your brother over. But if not, then take one or two others along. They don't say, go and tell the whole congregation to stand on the Tower of Pisa or wherever you want to and just get shouted to everybody. That's not what it is. And I think that's part of the reason why it's become such a, such a thing that people don't want to be accountable to each other. Or they don't push through long enough or far enough to really get to the heart of that other person. Uh, and it's also not a system or a set of rules. That's not what it is. It's a hard condition, a hard connection with somebody. That's what, that's what accountability is. Uh, and hence, it's not permission to get a car, to buy a car or a new house or whatever it may be. Uh, but it can help. It can help. So it's not... It, <laughs> I'm joking about something that was said the previous week. So... Uh, it's a, but it's also a means that it can help. Okay, so it's a means that it can actually help you maybe to make the right decision to buy that vehicle or that house or what it will be. But it's not permission that, that accountability is not for you to uh, actually go and buy it. I can tell you, you need to buy the house, Roger. So that's not, that's not. It's your decision. I can maybe help you with, I hear the Lord, how the Lord speaks. Ultimately, it stays your decision. Okay. <laughs> Accountability is not each man doing what he considers right in his own heart. That's the other thing. It's not about what I just consider right in my own heart. It's, it's very common today to hear that no man has the right to judge another. That each must simply follow his own conscience. That is also, that's not what accountability is. Not what we feel. Okay. Uh, moving on. It's going quite good for time still. Uh, when, I think the next question is, when must I be accountable? Uh, and it's almost the easy one. If you can go to Hebrews 3.13 for me, please. You're sharp on that, on that machine tonight today. Herman, well done. But encourage one another daily, as it is called today, so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. So when do we do it daily, or as much as possible? Some accountability partners, depends on what you're accountable for, for that person, could be a weekly thing maybe. Sometimes it could be a, a bi-weekly thing. But sometimes it's a daily thing. It depends on what the, what the thing is you need accountability for. But we need to do it as a daily thing. Uh, it must be intentional. That's the other thing that's about accountability. Intentional uh, initially. Because as I said, we see a lot of people, we struggle to be accountable to somebody. Why? Because it's not something we do intentionally. It's not something that we used to do. It's something sort of out of our comfort zone initially. So initially we need to be intentional so that we can start getting a habit. And something I heard, maybe I'm wrong, uh, but I heard it somewhere, is that you need to do something around about 27 times to make it a habit. So don't give up if you haven't seen, having a coffee for, for, for somebody for 27 times. Because you still haven't bolted that habit. Okay, so that's important. We need to be in, uh, to make make it that 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 
habit passes, especially when I'm struggling with, addi with addictions or unhealthy behavioral patterns. Don't just shy away or walk away after your first coffee meeting with that person. I think it's important that you build that and that you're intentional in what you do to build that person. An important thing, and I'll probably touch on it a bit later, but the important thing is it's part of the total body. It's something I will add a bit later, but we one body, and that came out of the two words that were said as well. And i maybe touch on that uh, just off the next one. So what, the other thing is, uh, who should I be accountable to? I think that's the other one. And there's no hierarchy. So it's not to say that I, I only need to be accountable to Ange or to uh, Roland to whoever, or to Hugo because he and, and Jock because they're the tallest and, and Arman. It's not to say that. You can, go, you can be accountable to everybody, but all leaders, which you also need to be accountable. So your first point of accountability will be God himself. And that's in Psalm 139.23, which says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me. And know my anxious thoughts. So your first thing, the first person you're accountable to is take you to God. Uh, your second one will be your leaders, uh, elders, deacons, community leaders. Uh, so that's the second one, the, the, the tier of people. And that's in Hebrews 13, verse 7, which says, Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. And again, now I want to speak, almost speak to the leaders as well. Now speaking to myself as well as a leader. As a leader. We need to <laughs> live a life like this. And we can only do it if we're also accountable to other people. So that the other people that we sort of comfortable enough that somebody else can imitate us. So that we live that life according to Christ. Okay, then there's, there's friends. And the other one is each other. So it's not just to say that it needs to be leaders. But, it, but we need to find uh, uh, people that I can be uh, accountable to. Okay. And before we get to some practical stuff, uh, so how many people should I be accountable to? I think that's the other one. And maybe we did answer a bit of it as we said. But there's no, there's no specific amount of people that we need to, that we actually can limit you to only be accountable to one or two. Uh, but I think you need to have at least or I want to encourage you as believers to at least have one person, and the way I want to say it, who pulls no punches but speak the truth in love. I think that's the important thing. So somebody that's prepared to speak into your life with truth because he cares, not because he wants to hurt you, but he cares about you and, and he wants to see you grow in the fullness of Christ. And maybe just a few practical stuff uh, to chat about. Uh, and I think we're close to now sort of going down to see how we can practically do it, and then we can, we can set some time for prayer as well. But I think the first thing is to ask yourselves, uh, each one of you as we're sitting, am I walking uh, in all God has for me? It's a question I need to ask. And I did ask myself as well. I'm not. Normally, sometimes you stand in front of people think you've made it. I haven't made it on this. Uh, but am I walking in all God has for me? Let's ponder on it. Am I becoming more like Jesus? Same question. Uh, am I struggling with sin, addiction, character issues that I wish to stay to be free from? That's questions we need to ask. Who am I truly open with, accountable to? 
Do I know my blind spots? Another question maybe that we've been, if you can back to the beginning. Do I know my blind spots so you won't know it unless somebody can indicate it out to you? So the practical stuff for us to how are we going to go accountable? I think the one, the one, the first one we need to ask is ask the right questions. If I want to get to somebody's heart, if I want to get to Roger's heart, uh, it's not just to, to touch the, the sort of the normal questions, uh, to do like rugby hours yesterday's game or whatever, but to go deeper uh, uh, and deeper type of questions where you get to, to know Roger's life story. Uh, Amazing, we, the other day we had in the community as well, we, we started hearing people's life stories. And it's just amazing if you see how, how kind God is in people's life stories. If you know that life story of that person, you can understand that person better. And you can help me, you can pray better regarding the blind spots in his life. And you can be a better, a better accountability partner. The next one I did touch on, but I think it's so important I just want to reiterate it again, is that's be intentional and tenacious in your accountability until it becomes a way of life. So it's just a bit of practical stuff. Uh, bold, honest, and transparent relationships and grounded in genuine love. And ask God, if you, don't, if you struggle with the genuine love towards a person, you've got it in that accountability. Ask him to give you that love for that person. Give his love you for that person. I think you see, the next one, uh, I think this is, this is a crucial one for me, and I was pondering about it, and I need to, is other people's names safe in my mouth? Is other people's names safe in your mouth? How many, wherever you go, wherever you went, maybe in business, or wherever it may be, if you mentioned the person's name, and it wasn't worth it, it wasn't maybe something building him up. Something that's you need to be accountable to those type of things. You can't just talk about people behind you, behind your back if it's not building them up. If it's not, so I think that's the important thing. Is it safe in your mouth? Talking to someone not present. Uh, with what lens do you look at people? Just a few questions to ask. I don't get that either, but I think I want you to get thinking. And we could start, you know, we could focus on one or two issues, but that we'll do in future. But I just want to get a broader picture now. So with what lens do you look at people? Think while we talk to you, while I'm asking these questions. Imitate me as I imitate Christ. That's what Paul said. Can we, are, are, are we as we're sitting here comfortable to say that? Can, that, 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 that I'm really, I'm following Jesus so and my blind spots are covered and I'm accountable that I can actually go to anyone. Uh, it's again and said, but you can follow me. You follow me, you'll follow Christ. Just a few questions. The more, and the other thing, the more the Lord entrusts you, and this is uh, the more accountable you became. And that's where leaders come in a lot of times. That Leaders will be judged higher as well, or more strictly. But so the thing is, yeah, so the other one I think is also crucial one 2 Timothy uh, 4, verse 2, Arman, please. Thanks, you. Preach the word. Be prepared in season and out of season. Correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. It's a command. It's a, what the Lord says, what Jesus actually said, or what Paul said in this case. So, correct, rebuke, and encourage in and out of season. So, that's what, that's what accountability is. But then, with the right heart and the right instruction out of that. So to, 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 because you really care for that person. 
and that it might be just with this. We're part of one body, and that's what I want to come into those words as well. We're part of one body. Uh, we're different parts of a body. Each one's got a different function. Rudy's function and uh, Carl's uh, function is not the same. Each one's got a different function in the body. And that body needs to operate in all. If one part of that body suffers and it's not being or allowing sin into its life, or that one part, even say, for instance, one part is sinning, the other part doesn't know it. We think, if I'm sinning, what effect will it have on, on Yaakov, for instance? We think, no, we think it hasn't got effect. But because we want bigger body, it has an effect. It has a huge effect. Because one body struggles, one body is actually one. Once so one body limp is, if one body part is limp, it can't function as it needs to function. That's why it's important for us to have to, to be accountable to each other, to, and not to find faults, but to be accountable and get people living the more full into Christ. And getting back to that two words, well, both of them you've heard the words. The one uh, that over that bridge where we look with the glass, that the, your immediate thing if you walk over is this fear. What's the rest of the person behind you or before you or next to you that walks over the bridge? It's the one that needs to encourage you and keep you focused, but it's not real. Second word that we've got regarding that, the dough. Again, we're part of one body. So even if it's just that body, one part, even if it stretches a bit, it's still one, one body. And each little bit of that to actually create a dough, or that is, each part is a part of that body. So just, it's crucially important. And I didn't know what, it, what the word was about, but the words were spot on. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, so just uh, one last thing, two things before we get practical. As we are a body of Christ, we are accountable to those around us because we are one body. It's part of the one body thing. Each one of, us, each one of the body parts sin privately affects the whole body. And I think, let's go to the example in Scripture. And I, I don't think I've given you that Scripture. I don't know if I've given you that Scripture. But if you look at Jericho, just off Jericho, when, when Joshua, they've had this victory over Jericho, walking around the walls. And then the next city, I, there was one guy that sent, and he took some stuff from it, Achan. And what happened when they, they couldn't overcome the enemy? Because of one guy, one part of that body, that they didn't send. So just before I've asked some questions to us, uh, just, a, just a picture of a healthy church that I want us to want to maybe share with you. A healthy church is for me, is where every saint or believer wants to, wants the discipline of the Lord. So he actually wants it. And I'll tell you why. Even, the, even through people, because I rather want the correction, rebuke, and encouragement now. So I rather want it now that people correct me now and sort me out now with that blind spots that I have. Because one day, we all stand before God. So will I rather have that correction now and get it sorted out now? Or will I, will I, do I want to wait till one day? So it's almost, so, so yeah, it's just, it was an amazing one for me that I, that I want discipline and correction. Because that's, a, that's how important for me it is to walk right before God. Uh, and that, that we can hear at one day where God will say, uh, well done, faithful servant of the words of God. We're good and faithful servant. Okay. So maybe just to get, while as I get to a few questions I want to ask you, uh, but I also want to touch my own life. And it's one of we, we all need 
some form of, and this is where I'm also on accountability side. I want to share one, one little part about, about two months ago. We, had a, we went for a course, uh, Powerful Position. Powerful Position. And one of the things the Lord showed me there is that I've, I've got quite a competitive, not a competitive, but competitive maybe the word, but I, I've target-driven. Target so if I get a target in my life, I'll go for it full out. If it's work-wise, if it's training, exercising, or whatever it may be, if it's church life, whatever, I go full out. And, and this is the thing that the Lord showed me. Because sometimes by doing that, uh, you miss where the Lord wants you. Because you, you, you did, and that's where you need somebody to can show that to you. And I, I shared it with Ants to show you that we need to have accountability partner. To share them with, but this is a part of my life where I struggle. Because if I see that target and I miss it, I want to try harder. And in the day, it's, it's, I miss something else because I'm focusing on this one thing so much that I miss the other thing. And out of that flows also, and I want to bring, bring it a bit closer to home as well, in the same building that we are now. And we need to be open to each other. Because of my target-driven things, sometimes I'll be so focused on getting stuff ready or whatever, that I, on one or two occasions, I left Jenny behind. I didn't bring her with to the chair in front. Sorry. But my, my, my focus of my, me as a person, my first responsibility that I've given, I'm married uh, for over 30, just over 30 years. My first responsibility, according to scripture, Armin, you can put up uh, Ephesians 5, 25 to 33, which he says, husbands, love your wives. And my question to the husbands now, and I want to focus, I want to look the husbands in the eye, and the guys that will be husbands in the future. My question to you, how well do you love your wife? Not just do you love your wife, how, do you, how well do you love your wife? And your children, I think that's important thing is that they're part, of, they're part of the package, part of the marriage. So, in that, for instance, what I did in that specific situation, and I need to be accountable to that, is that I can maybe I can run around and I can look great, and that's what a lot of people have to do, but I can leave Jenny behind, and that's right. And that, that's not, sorry. That's not good accountability. That's the one, so number one, husbands, as I'm looking to you. How well do you love your wife? How well do you treat your wife when other people don't see it? So that's my first question. Your children, how well do you do it? Secondly, I want to go back there to the other way, because uh, to the wives as well. There's wives as well here. Sorry, we want to read that one, Herman. That's totally blown away. Sorry. Wives, the other ones, two previous ones. Sorry, you can just go back to the previous one. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word. And to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. In the, sa- in the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. After all, no one ever hated his own body, but he feeds and cares for it just as Christ does for the church. Does the church. We are members of this body. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united with his wife, and the, the two will become one flesh. This is a profound mystery, but I am talking about Christ and the church. 
However, each one of you also must love his wife as he loves himself. And the wife must respect the husband. We'll get to that now. So as Christ loved the church, I think we don't ever got a clue. I struggle sometimes to have a clue how dearly he loved the church. He gave his own life for the church. So we must love our husband. So we must love our wives. And that's one thing we need to keep each other accountable to. Second one, uh, that's verse 22 to 24, same Ephesians. Uh, wives, what I say at the warehouse, what wives, they said, oh, wives, it says, wives, submit to your husbands as the Lord, for the husband is the head of the wife, and Christ is the head of the church, his body of which he is the Savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also the wives should submit to their husbands in everything. It's not a question I would ask, but my question is, husbands, uh, wives, how, how do you submit to your, wife, to your husband? It's an important thing to ask. For just the other side of the coin. But how do you, how well do you submit to your husband? Because the world shows us totally different. Children as well. Uh, Exodus, Exodus 20, verse 12. Honor your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. Another thing, this is for the children. And we all, we, even we married, we're also children. We've got fathers and mothers. But how well do you honor your parents? And in the last one, how well do you treat or honor other people around you, the people that's here, that's part of this body? 